Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Pastor Edwin. I am here again in another morning devotion. Thank God he's given us the time to do this again. We've been real busy lately working on Midway Ministries. But here it is, a devotion called Free from Fear. Fear the that the world says it's okay to have, where we become sick because of fear with anxiety and other things like that. Um, we become secluded. We isolate ourselves because of fear. And we just went through something big, COVID. Uh, a lot of people had fear of COVID, so they hid in their homes and, and stayed away. And some people still are hidden away from the world. They still won't come out. So, But today, we're going to talk about a fear um, from inside, okay? And we'll start off with 2 Timothy 1.7. And starts off with, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. What would you think if I told you that you could live without fear? Would you believe me if I said that despite what you saw on the news tonight or what you're going to hear from uh, around a coffee table today, you could be perfectly at peace? Or maybe it's impossible? Unrealistic, you might say. No. You see, fear isn't just a reaction to um, the outside circumstances of the world externally, right? It's a spiritual force. It begins inside of a person and it is totally destructive. In fact, fear is Satan's primary weapon. He moves in response to fear the way God moves in response to faith. Isn't that something? God does a move some way and Satan tries to make another move the other way because he's constantly trying to be like our almighty God. And this is where we need to realize these things. Okay, so he challenges the promises of God by doing these things and being like that. He challenges God all the time. So an excellent example of this is found in Matthews 14 when Jesus invited Peter to come to him on the water. Great scripture, Matthews 14. It's a great verse where we find that in Matthew 14, Peter was so in love with Christ and and devoted to him at the moment where his faith was unshakable, okay? No one could shake his faith. And here when Christ said to him, Peter, come on out to me, while he was in the boat to walk into the water. I mean, who would ever think that you would, I mean, who would ever listening right now would think, I'm in a boat, I hear Jesus Salem telling me, come to me, and then you see him standing in the water How many of us would come out into that water, step on that water, and try to walk to him? Only true believers would understand and feel this type of faith, right? Okay, but listen, but when Peter saw the wind blowing and howling, he was afraid, and he began to sink. He cried out saying, Lord, save me. And a lot of us do that in the things of today, the things that we face, we lose faith, But how do we lose faith? How do we get to the point of, I'm sinking and I need to call out to the Lord to help me. Please God help me, I'm sinking. I don't know how to handle this situation. I mean, it's it's great that we're coming to the Lord when when we need Him, but also to come to Him when we don't need Him, right? Which a lot of us true believers believe that we need Him every day, all the time, every minute of our lives, because the minute that we stop seeking him for a second the minute that we turn away from him guess who's there waiting for us satan is he's there with a plot 
he's trying to be like God. So he's going to try and move in and make it seem like it's okay. A situation is going to be handled or somebody comes with an idea. Just a thought and an idea. Which eases your mind to the point where you're going to say, oh, God is moving. God is moving. But is he really? Do you see the action? Do you see the fruit of the spirit that's coming to you in that sense? No. So that's where you know that it's Satan primarily trying to move against God, okay? Challenging him. Where in faith, we wait for God to move, and we'll know it when it's God moving. Peter, he saw the, he heard the wind whistling and blowing. A distraction, what it was. He took his eyes away from Christ, and he began to sink. So he had no other choice but to cry out, Lord, save me. I'm sinking. I'm going to drown. I don't know how to swim. Right? I mean, you would think he knew how to swim being a fisherman. What enabled Peter? What, what was it that Peter had that he was able to walk on the water? Did he receive power from Christ already? No. That doesn't come just yet. I'll tell you what it was. It was his faith in the word of Jesus. Faith in the word of Jesus. Uh, what caused Peter to sink? Well, he saw the wind whistling and howling. And he was afraid. Again, there's afraid. It wasn't the wind that defeated him. Okay? It'll never be the person that defeats you. It'll never be the circumstance that defeats you. Because if there's a will, there's a way. Right? The minute we fold our hands and sit down and give up, fear creeps up and we start to worry. And we start to think about, oh, what's going to happen? I don't know. How can I help? And how can I do this? And what? The circumstance doesn't change if we allow fear to take over our hearts and minds. See, Peter looked at his circumstances and he gave into the fear. And the result was defeat. Now, remember, the wind did not defeat him. His fear, when fear came, because of what he saw with his human fleshly eyes and took his eyes off of Christ, he lost faith and started to sink. If Peter had kept his focus on Jesus, his faith would never have wavered. All the blustering and all the blowing in the world, all the whistling and howling winds, earthquakes could not have drawn him off course. Faith is developed by meditating on God's word. Fear is developed by meditating on Satan's lies. So if we sit there and believe what Satan is telling us, then we will not move. We will not have the faith to stand up and shout, Hallelujah! I rebuke you, Satan. You're a liar. I'm moving forward. Palante como un elefante. Forward like an elephant, right? And such fearful meditation is called worry. Don't do it. We cannot do that. We cannot worry. Sit there and worry. Yeah, thoughts are going to come to mind. Being concerned and worrying are two different things. But remember now, we can't hide behind the word concern when we're really honest to godly worrying. Because people do that. Oh, I'm not worrying. I'm just concerned. Well, you know the meaning of concern, but don't be worried and hide it under the word concern. Because people will do that, okay? God says, don't be, why, why worry about tomorrow? You don't know what's going to happen today. The word of God is the sword 
of the Spirit. And this is where we need to meditate on the Word of God every day. We need it. Use it to fight against Satan. Every time he comes against you, use the Word of God. It's simple. I carry my Bible everywhere I go. You can have a big one or you can have a little one. There's pocket Bibles and you need to look into it. I, I think pocket Bible is a little too small, but something where you can see, you know, maybe a, a, a six by four inch Bible. It's big enough where you can see it still fits in your back pocket or inside of a purse. And when you need it, you reach for that word of God over the things that are already written in your heart. That you cry out to God. Protect me, my Lord, my God. Remove these things from my sight. I believe and trust in you, for you are my king, my Lord. I serve you. Satan is a liar. I rebuke him, and I command these demonic influences to be removed from my sight in the name of Jesus Christ. Hold up your shield. It's a shield of faith, and quench all of his fiery darts. Speak words of faith. Words of faith and fear will depart. In 2 Peter 1, 2 through 9, it says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to be glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Listen to that. Add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these, these things are yours and abound, you will by neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. And as we read this scripture, I want to say we should plan on drawing nearer to God. Not draw near, draw nearer. Go further. Draw near to God daily. Like the song says, at first I was afraid. And it wasn't a fear. It was afraid concern of am I worthy? Okay, he says, like this, uh, uh, at first I was afraid, but not because of fear. For the Holy of Holies is drawing me near. And he's not saying here that he was afraid. Like I said, it's a concern. Am I worthy to be drawn near, closer to the Holy of Holies? It's not fear because he continues. You see, he continues going in. You're being drawn in for a reason. Then there's when I go into my secret place, which we all should have, a place of prayer where we can go and speak to God alone and spend time alone with him, a secret place. He is there waiting for me. And when I'm there, Jesus will remind you about true love. True love. That takes me over to John chapter 15, verse 12. And it says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. 
Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Without fear, or when we have fear dictating our every move as believers in Jesus Christ, we do not move under his authority. We move under man's authority because then a man will come and convince and talk and and soothe your heart and mind and what you need to go do. So there you go and you do it. Or a woman or whoever it is, a brother, sister, father, mother, uncle, whoever, niece, pastor, you know, the cook from the uh, the, uh, 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 soup kitchen, whoever it is, a man that comes to you and soothes your heart and dictates on how you should move instead of you moving under the authority of Christ and that means you wait for God you wait for him to show you and speak to you through his word how does he speak to us through the holy word of God through the Bible when we read the Bible and circumstances we pray into it we pray father open my heart and my mind that I may receive the message that you want to give me because I know you want to talk to me I know you want to give it to me I know you don't want me to be stuck and and fall into what the lies of Satan which lead you into fear Okay, and therefore, once you fall into this, and we, the reason why I was reading uh, uh, Matthew or sorry, John 15, verse 13, great, greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friend, is because you'll never do that if you have fear dictating your life. You could never do something that Christ shows us that we should do. And what is this? Laying down one's life for a friend. It isn't uh, uh, where you bleed. A lot of people believe that it's, oh, he was talking about him going to die on the cross. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, right? But really what the Holy Spirit showed me is that it is us. He was constantly teaching us how to be. And the only way that we can be is to listen or read his word and listen to the Holy Spirit talk to us while we read the word. For me, I see uh, pictures when I'm reading and I get messages and I write them down and it it continues going on. It could be different for you. It could be the same. But here, I want to say that when when he says that um, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friend, he is saying a way of life. A way of life. Are you willing to change or sacrifice or put your way of life in danger huh in danger let's use the word danger because people see day the word danger and right away what happens they grow fear warning warning oh we can't go there they start thinking of 10 million things that could possibly happen if we go into that place where it says danger right what kind of danger oh my god and fear starts to come in that's what happens to us spiritually you know when satan starts to lie we fall into it we fall into them lies and next you know we're thinking of 10 million things what it could be and it's not what god's showing us so what god is showing us in this scripture here all right through his spirit through the holy spirit is showing us he is showing us are you willing are you willing to sacrifice your way of living to help someone you ever been in a situation where you needed you needed help from someone and they came and helped you praise God you're like oh yes thank you Lord they helped me but it was not sufficient they you knew that you needed more and when you asked I need to go all the way if you're willing a true friend that lays his life down means the way of living are you willing to sacrifice that and push forward to that person reaches that destination which is with Christ to come to Christ obviously we know those that are 
do not want Christ, it's going to be obvious. They start kicking back, and it's like a, a unbroken horse, right? He kicks and hollers and jumps all around. Eventually, he gets broken, but that's not what Christ wants us to do. He doesn't want us to tie lassos around people and start pulling on them and, and strangling them till they buck, till they, I mean, till they, they break and stop bucking. No, it's through his word and his word alone. Our love for Christ under his authority, we act in this way. What did Christ do? He left the throne. His way of living, his way of life with the Father to come down and be with us. See? To be with us. Are we willing to do the same thing out of the authority of Christ? In the authority of Christ, not out of fear, not out of the lies of Satan. Remember, when I go into that quiet place, that secret place, who's there waiting for you? God is there waiting for you. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to go there and speak to Him. Go to Him today. Have a glorious day in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless you. And remember, don't believe the lies of Satan. Don't fall into fear. Fear belongs to the enemy, not God. God bless you and thank you. Have a beautiful day. In Jesus' name.